it going? Um, I have to tell you, I am disappointed in many people and many things, so I can't wait to dive into it with all of you. Also, happy Thursday. We are back to being a few days late from our as-scheduled programming, to which no one is shocked. Um, also, if you are new here, welcome. Uh, how did you find me? How did you get here? Would love to know. Um, what can you expect from this podcast? Um, a little bit of everything, a little bit of nothing. Please don't have too high of expectations. This is a podcast that the title says what it is. It is whatever Laura wants. It is whatever I am feeling in the moment. As I said moments ago, I'm disappointed in lots of people, places, and things. Lots of me complaining, lots of things happening in my life, conundrums, pop culture here and there, a news story that you may have missed, maybe. Generally, lots of judgments coming from me from a early 30s girl who just really likes to talk about herself and her own problems. Uh, white girl problems, as you might say. So, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for sticking it out if you've been here before. Um, let's dive into it, shall we? I think the first thing I'm going to say real quick before I get off on other tangents, and we don't need to dive into politics on this podcast... Um, but, uh, if you have been paying attention to anything that's going on in the world, um, all I have to say is abortion, get one if you need one. It's none of your business if someone else has one. Stay the fuck out of someone else's uterus. Okay, moving on. Uh, the main disappointment that also came out that evening that I have, slight disappointment, slight excitement, um, the Met Gala. The Met Gala was on Monday night. I love fashion, love clothing, have too many clothes, love any opportunity to dress in a theme. And I do not, for the life of me, understand how these celebrities get away with all the time every year not being on a theme. Uh, hold on, I need to stop my dog from chewing on power cord to a laptop. Please hold. Okay, I think we perhaps have solved his issues. No, we haven't. Okay, we're back, I think. <laughs> Other things, add, him, add that to the list of my disappointments. We'll get to my dog disappointment very shortly as well. Back to the Met Gala. There's always a theme. The theme is nothing new. I do not understand how these celebrities have the audacity to go to this ridiculous ball amazing themes, amazing opportunities to show off something cool. And then all of a sudden they either don't understand it, just, excuse me, don't want to understand it, think they're better than it. Just think they don't have to play along. For example, uh, the theme was the Gilded Age. Very excited about all of this. Lots of opportunity here. And we did have some amazing choices. Um, co-chair Blake Lively. I don't think it has been overstated. The girl crushed it. If you did not see her dress, she designed it herself, which I did not realize that she has done in the past. But instead of going off of the fashion aspect, she went off of the New York City architecture. So she designed the whole thing around the Statue of Liberty, started out in that kind of copper-ish color, blinged out everywhere, 
and then showed the oxidation of the Statue of Liberty, had her little attendant boys undo her skirt, and it turned into this amazing train, kind of in that blue teal-ish what happens when copper gets iodized. Um, Stunning. Also, there were constellations in the train, I think is what she said as well. There was also some symbolism in her crown. Basically, the same number of, like, windows is in the Statue of Liberty or the crown of the Statue of Liberty. I'm sure I'm confusing the numbers and discombobulating them. Either way, queen, amazing, could do no wrong, obsessed with her, have been since the Gossip Girl days, naturally. She crushed it. She was the co-chair. She had to. Other people who fucking bombed, Emma Stone. There were tweets going around. I'm sure you saw them. I don't think it is unfair for me to repeat what she wore. But she wore this, like, very short white dress with feathers at the bottom. I'm trying to find the photo so I can... Yes. So it's, like, sheer V-neck top, low-cut, beaded sequins or something, and then feathers at the bottom. I would just have to say... When you're comparing this to, like, a Blake Lively, there's no contest. Also, the tweets were saying it left and right. Emma Stone played Cruella, which I still have not watched and I need to. Maybe I'll watch it later tonight. But she played Cruella, this fashion icon, and then she chooses to wear this, like, short little, like, nightgown itch-ish, could wear it to your bachelorette party, roaring 20s dress. It's just not the vibe. I'm very disappointed. She can do so much better. Other disappointments. Um, Amy Schumer, she wore a completely like black jacket, long gown. And I feel like she was obviously trying to play off the menswear vibe. But I'm ready for Amy Schumer to like step it up because she's invited to all these events. So why can't she at least... I know she's trying to be too cool and she's a comedian and she's not there for all the normal celebrity of it. But Amy Schumer, I'm ready for you to just like accept that you again are going to all of these things and just play up all of that. Try a little harder is all I'm saying. On the opposite end, people who tried way too fucking hard, Kim Kardashian. It had to be said. I know everyone loves her. I know everyone loves what she does nine times out of ten. If you also have been living under a rock, you know that she wore the Marilyn Monroe dress that she wore to in front of the Kennedys with her happy birthday, Mr. President, whatever. She also had to go on an insane diet to fit into this dress. She had to lose 16 pounds in like a week, which... If you have to lose that much weight, maybe you shouldn't be wearing it because you've had so much plastic surgery and other enhances on your body. How do you fit into it in the first place? Also, I get that your looks are your full-time job. And do I wish I know how I could lose 16 pounds in one week? Yes, of course. However, I have to live a life and I probably can't survive on whatever diet she was on. Because I would probably pass out with all of like my normal day-to-day Rather than being, you know, rich enough to maybe take a week off. But I digress. She wore the dress. Everyone said she looked amazing. She dyed her hair blonde. People said the blonde did a botch job. I saw her in the dress. I feel like I was also saying other things that saying she shouldn't have worn the dress. Obviously, why would you take this 
dress out of like its preserved state to wear it to this party i know she switched into something else so she didn't wear it for that long but again so many reasons why we didn't need to do this um also another comparison i saw and i wholeheartedly agree not to just repeat what i've seen online but what else is new she makes everything every outfit look the same i'm about 90 percent sure that if no one had told me this was marilyn monroe's actual dress I would have had no idea that this was Marilyn Monroe's dress. It just looked like any other Kardashian dress that she had ever worn ever. Like a sleek, sparkly, skin tight, low cut dress. Like this isn't new. This isn't on theme also. Because I mean, we're talking about the Kennedy time. We're not talking about the 1880s when the Gilded Age was. 1880s, 1820s, somewhere in there. Either way, drastic difference between when Marilyn Monroe was arriving arriving living i just don't understand why we had to do this i'm sure there's an article out there that i can go read and it will explain everything for me did she look amazing in the dress yes obviously she's kim kardashian she just lost 16 pounds do i think she needed to wear the dress no you are kim kardashian go get something better more on theme whatever also the kardashians as a whole botched this whole assignment I believe Courtney and fucking Travis, she flat out said, yeah, she was like, you know, I actually didn't even think about the theme when I got ready. She looks like a garbage pile. She wore a half met like a button up white men's shirt crop top, this corset piece around her waist, like a skin colored nude. And then it had a black bottom. It's so ugly. I absolutely hate it. It is not great. It's supposed to be, yeah, a deconstructed version of Travis Barker's outfit. It just was not glamorous. It was not unthemed. It's flat out disrespectful to me that you were like, I didn't give a shit about the theme and I just wore whatever I wanted. And she looked bad. If she looked good, fine. I'll take it. Chloe... She looks amazing. She looks great. She has a great, great, great gold, fully beaded, a little bit of fringe maybe all over. These amazing black gloves, black shawl. She looks so good, but it's not standing out to me. It, again, just looks like a fancy dress, and several other people wore something similar. Kendall, she also probably put the most effort into it. So gilded glamour, big skirts, big poofiness, dramatic silhouettes, all of that stuff. Kendall had a two-piece black Prada dress, kind of a sheer top, and then the skirt is where the drama came. I am supportive of this look in the sense that it was the closest probably to on theme with the skirt. However, it just didn't pull for me it just seems like again she half-assed it and it just could have been a lot better also we have Kris Jenner who decided to be Jackie Kennedy and she does look absolutely beautiful in this yellow caftan crystal trim dress whatever but it just doesn't match again it's like not the gilded age it's back into the kennedy age obviously it just doesn't make sense 
And then, yeah, that was the end of the Kardashians. And I just feel like they think they can do whatever they want because they're amazing, fantastic, richest people in the world. And they definitely can. But you can't for one moment go to the Met Gala and be on theme and, like, call it a day that you've, like, followed the rules. I don't understand. Um, people, Other people who I thought did a great job, obviously we know I'm obsessed with Jessica Chastain. She looked beautiful. Uh, Lizzo fucking crushed it, but I'm also obsessed with her, so that's not a surprise. Black corset dress, amazing black and gold, giant coat. Her nails match. She brought her flute. Sasha, I saw a thing that said she was going to play a whole Debussy thing, but then she got nervous. Sarah Jessica Parker, obsessed with her, obsessed with her look. Corset, black and white, gloves, amazing hat with a fascinator. Uh, There was some dude who, like, did not pull off things as well. Like, the guy who wore the pink puffy coat and jacket and pants, I mean, it kind of looked like a bedspread. Not on theme again. And, of course, I know it's hard for the dudes to get on theme. We get so many just, like, black tuxedos big white bow ties, whatnot. I just have a lot of problems. I did see so many things that I liked, but that just did not match the theme. And I love a theme. I hate when people don't cooperate in a theme. I just don't get it. It makes me irritated. And I say this as someone who can't afford any of this stuff. We'll never be able to go to the Met Gala. Would maybe like to host a Met Gala themed party. Maybe add that to the list for later. But why can't everyone be better? People who also could be better. Megan Fox. I know she did go to the Met Gala also, but I forgot to look up what she was wearing. We've talked about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly being engaged and their proposal and how they supposedly drink each other's blood, blah, 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 blah. But now Megan Fox has come out and says that she manifested Machine Gun Kelly at the age of four years old. Let's go into it. She said in an interview that he's literally my exact physical type that I've been manifesting since I was four. I'm also four years older than him, so I think I made him. My thoughts and intentions grew him into the person that he is. Who knows what he would have looked like or been like if it wasn't for me. The balls on this bitch. I mean, Megan Kelly, or Megan Kelly, soon to be, Megan Fox. I mean, girl, I support you, like... We've talked before, I don't know that I actually believe in manifesting, but maybe it's because I don't try and, like, do it enough. But if you think a four-year-old you, without you, there would be no Machine Gun Kelly, like, are you delusional? Is the blood getting into your head in more ways than one? I just don't understand it. And also, did you even know what manifesting was when you were four years old? I feel like this is a new millennial Gen Z bullshit term that we've all come up with, and now you think that you were doing it since you were four years old. And also, like, if you guys wouldn't have met, what na- What then? Like, I don't understand the thought there. But again, it's wild. It's bold. Love that for her. Also, the blood thing. It. <laughs> They've clarified that they only have exchanged a few droplets of blood. Nothing crazy. And they do it, continue to drink each other's blood on occasion for quote-unquote ritual purposes. If someone else could explain to me what ritual purposes this is, like, I don't understand it. And she says that she is much more controlled with her blood drinking and that Machine Gun Kelly, to no one's shock, is much more 
haphazard, hectic, chaotic. He's willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, here, take my soul. I would like no one to take my soul. I feel like I'm using it. I feel like the person who knows it best would be me. Also, are we just scarring up our bodies for the pure enjoyment of someone else drinking our blood? I feel like that's a weird specific kink and we're not here to kink shame. And I know people learn to like weird stuff like cutting in general violence of other kinds that turns them on. But why do we feel the need to just cut open our chest also with broken glass? This seems very dangerous. Sounds like someone could accidentally like end up in the hospital, die. I don't know. Things could get so much worse. But I guess that's out there that at least we should be happy that the dating pool isn't that bad that we're not trying to drink each other's blood. And ladies, if you're single and trying to meet and people out there are trying to drink your blood, I think you got to go because I hope you're not as delusional as Megan Fox thinking she not only manifested a psycho boyfriend, but manifested someone who would want to drink the blood of someone else. Let's continue with things I am disappointed by, shall we? Um, in my own personal life, I am disappointed by my cowboy boots that broke apart over the weekend. I should digress and say I went to a country concert on Friday night. Morgan Wallen also should point out that I have not known how to say this man's name almost the entire time. Every time I'm about to say it out loud, I'm like, Wallen, Waylon, what's his name? Don't know. I went with my friend Brittany. She got tickets. As we know, I'm not really into country, but I'm a good time, and I like to go out and wear cowboy boots, and any concert is something I'll probably go to. So we are going to the Morgan Wallen concert. I was wearing my black cowboy boots. We got to the concert after dinner, and the bottom of my heel had broken off on the floor. This made everything very slick, and I thought I was going to fall down almost all night long, not because of drinking, just because of my boots. Very disappointed in this at the beginning of the evening. It was also raining. I walked so much in the rain. Rain was getting in these boots. I walked home from her hotel late at night in the rain. It was just not great, and I am sad that this happened. However, these boots, I'm 99% sure I got at Walmart. So I think it's not too much of a big tragic loss. I also think they cost me about $10. So I have a habit of not throwing things away when I should. And also in my defense, I only wear cowboy boots a few times a year. So they did last me quite a long time. That dollar per wear kind of thing. Sorry, I just thought I lost everything for a minute. Uh, Yeah, I... Threw them away the next day. I've ordered some cowboy boots. They should be on the way. But I'm just disappointed that to begin my evening, basically, I had to walk around with uneven cowboy boots. Concert itself, great. Um, I There were a couple bros in front of us living their best lives. They were obsessed with him. They knew all the songs. They were FaceTiming someone at one point. They were doing all the videos. They were hugging each other constantly. Their girlfriends were like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? Uh... Brittany also was telling me that this concert, clearly I don't know anything about Morgan Wallen. He, apparently the concert went on, tickets went on sale. It sold out immediately. People were then reselling these tickets for $500. Now, I will pay a lot of money for a concert ticket. 
not for a country concert ticket. And this show was very good. I had a good time. I, if someone offered me a ticket again, I would go. Would I buy my own ticket? No, I don't think so. I would never pay $500 for a ticket to see this man. Would I pay $500 to see anyone? If I had the money, probably. Have I spent a lot of money on my true love, Micah Buble? Yes, but not $500 worth for one ticket. My friend Jason was spending, I know, in the thousands to go see Celine Dion, but that's Celine Dion, and I feel like that's justifiable. Morgan Wallen, sir, not for you. Also, what I am interested in Morgan Wallen is that he made a little announcement. He was performing with his opener that they both have sons the same age, and I was like, excuse me? How old is this man? Did not know he had a kid. Brittany's like, oh, yeah, he has a kid, supposedly, It was the baby mama is a one night stand and then he was trapped and then he was cheating on her all throughout her, his tour. Then I had to look her up and it says they were engaged at one point. I like the story better where he just got a one night stand pregnant, but he has like a two year old now and he came from the voice, which I didn't know. And she showed me the picture of like him on the voice, him now he's definitely had a slight glow up in the sense of he doesn't look like a full-on child but he legitimately looks like any small town redneck man that you have ever seen in your entire life so i don't really understand why everyone is so into him but i did have a really good time so do with that what you will uh one of my friends from forever ago messaged me and was like oh my god did you go see morgan wallen and she's like laura i have never been more jealous of anyone in my entire life i'm like i don't get it but i'm happy for you sad for you that you weren't there but glad to know that someone else is in the same boat that they're so pumped about this concert that sentence doesn't really make sense everyone there was so fucking pumped except for not except for me but whatever to each their own is all i have to say about that Other complaints, I was looking at a hoodie or a sweatshirt or something, I think for a podcast, maybe it was a concert tee, something, and this hoodie had the audacity to be $80. I understand that we just came out of pandemic, say at home times, matching sets were all the rage, hoodie, cute sweatpants, we want everything to coordinate, but I am personally offended by hoodies that cost $80. Nine times out of 10, you're not going to wear that, maybe eight times out of a 10, you're not going to wear that hoodie anywhere worthwhile except for your house. Worthwhile? If you get crazy. Worthwhile? You're not going anywhere. You're staying at home. You're throwing it on to run an errand. You're not wearing it out unless you're trying to pull a Clayton hoodie under a blazer all of The Bachelor. I just don't understand why anyone needs to charge $80 for a hoodie. When I can buy a $12 hoodie on Amazon, I get it. You're paying paying for the brand. Words are hard today. You're paying for the brand, but your brand is not worth $80 on a hoodie. Give me a $40, $50 hoodie. Call it a day. I don't understand why it has to be this way. Who do I have to talk to to get this to change? I realize I could just not buy these hoodies and I don't, but I would like to have other people also be not getting robbed at these hoodie prices. People who are also being robbed, this poor, poor fucking child who has the worst name in the entire world. 
as we know, white people, specifically white women, are the absolute worst. I'm sure you remember that photo that went around with the girl who was holding her little pregnant belly and it was a chalkboard and it was all the crappy kid names that she was maybe debating for her child. Like, I don't even know, Lakin, combinations of letters that should not go together, whatnot. There is a new one going around the internet that you probably have seen. And the name is Brightly. And I will spell it for you. B-R-Y-I-G-H-T-L-I-E-G-H. Brightly. This poor child is being robbed of one having their name on any kind of keychain or personalized license plate, any kind of souvenir ever. Also, do you know how long it's going to take for this kid to learn how to spell its fucking name? Brantley. Brightly? Brightly. Brightly doesn't know what any of these letters are going to be until she's in like third grade, fourth grade. When do kids learn how to spell their own fucking names? I feel like, oh, Adrian, my best friend, her four-year-old knows how to spell his name. Brantley's going to be cute. I don't know why I keep calling her Brantley. Probably because that makes more sense than Brightly in this spelling. There's too many vowels. There's too many letters that don't need to be there. It's awful. It's terrible. I just feel sorry for the future of America and this country. I just don't understand why she had to do this. I understand she thinks she's trying to be trendy and cool and make her sweet little princess stand out. But we can't do it. White women need to be stopped. I've just had enough. Speaking of having enough, look at these transitions. The Ozark finale aired over the weekend on Netflix. And I have to say, I thought it was going to go a different way than it did, but I am honestly satisfied with the ending. They did a two-part, like, first part of the season, second part of the season release, and then it was seven episodes, seven episodes, and we watched the whole thing last week and we binged it, and I feel pleasantly satisfied. Like I said, I thought it was going to go a different direction. I was confused about the last two episodes, if we were going to get it all done in time. But we got it done, and that is on my list of things that have not disappointed me recently. Oh, I have to go back and tell you what did disappoint me recently about my dog. So my sweet angel, Princer, Princer, I'm very sorry for all of you listening to this today that I'm just mumbling my way through life. I was going to call him a prince, which I have never called, I think, in his entire life. But my sweet baby, handsome Alfred, was supposed to go to the groomers and get all of his Long hair, matted disgustingness, shaved off his little body, only to find out we got turned away because the groomer decided that one of us would need to be there and hold him down while he got his shave, his summer cut. Did we know this was going to happen? No. We were very unprepared and it was like, oh, are you staying to hold down your dog? Grant was like, uh, no, I'm going to work. I'm dropping him off like every other time and then I'll be back to get him if this is going to be a thing. You should have told us about it. And now we have to reschedule for like three weeks from now. So poor little Alfred is going to have the longest matted hair because he hates being brushed and it makes us look like bad parents. So we will see how it goes. I'm just disappointed in the groomer at this point. And now we're going to have to try to find someone else or wait three weeks and just uh, see how it goes. 
before I do my unsolicited recommendation, I don't know if this is a TikTok thing or what, but all of a sudden, a few weeks ago, my friend texts our group chat and said, ask your boyfriend if he would help you hide a body, because I asked mine, and he laughed in my face and said no. The other girl in the group chat said that her husband said it was situational, but probably, like, he wasn't just going to help hide a random body, but if it was, like, someone that was worthwhile, they would do it. So, uh, I asked Grant, obviously, and, no, maybe, maybe that was the other way. Grant was situational. Grant was situational because, of course, he was. Man cannot commit to helping me do anything. But then my other friend asked her boyfriend, and he said he would rather help hide a body for her, but not with her. And I was dying laughing because I'm like, yes, you know how you always have that person in the back of your mind that you're like, this is my ride or die literally friend. If I needed help hiding a body, I would definitely call her. Uh, Adrian, she, you're not my friend for this. And I'm glad that your boyfriend knows it too. It just made me laugh that he at least can recognize that she would be the last person to call. So I don't know. Overall, I guess what I'm saying is if you need to find it, if you have the right people in your life, ask them if they would help you hide a body because some of the boyfriends in our friend group did not pass the test and maybe we need to reevaluate our lives. Okay. It is time for our unsolicited recommendations of the week. The first one is not even out yet, but I know it's going to be fantastic. Dear Media Podcast Company is releasing a new podcast in June, I think, with Kristen Cavallari and Stephen, what's his name, Coletti, and they're recapping Laguna Beach. They are doing like 40 episodes, recapping the first couple of seasons, and I am so hyped, so pumped. Love that they're back together doing this. Definitely need to go back and watch them. I think they said this is the first Laguna Beach recap podcast, and I would be lying if I have not thought about doing this myself, but just haven't got around to it. So check that out wherever you get podcasts. Cannot wait. The other thing that I just started watching is a TV show on NBC, I think. You can also see it on Hulu, maybe Peacock, but it's called The Thing About Pam. This is a miniseries, six episodes, Stars Renee Zellweger, uh, slight controversy because she's wearing a fat suit. Isn't she? I think she is. I may have just said that allegedly. Don't take that to heart. But it's based on a Dateline episode slash Dateline podcast of the same name. This husband comes home and finds his wife dead on the floor. She's committed suicide. The husband gets accused of actually murdering her. And Pam is her best friend who's involved in all this whole thing. And then it go- takes twists and turns. And we don't know who Pam really, she is, really is. All of a sudden, the paperwork got changed. So Pam inherits all of the life insurance money. And perhaps Pam is much more nefarious than anyone ever thought, even though she seems like the doting best friend. So uh, obviously, there are plenty of spoilers out there. This is not a new case. Uh, the Dateline guy does the voiceover on the TV show part of it, part of it, and I'm really digging that right now. I'm only a couple episodes in, but I am very excited to finish it, and I will probably go back and listen to the podcast. The thing about Pam, very good so far. And that is going to do it this week. 
Thank you for sticking along. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Let me know what you think about all of the Met Gala looks. Let me know if your boyfriend or that person in your life would help you hide a body. Hopefully, your week is full of less disappointments than mine. You have less complaints. Try to avoid drinking your significant other's blood and breaking your boots. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Oh, 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 oh,